You know what time it is. Time for another train wreck. Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors in New Mexico are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. I'm Matt Hensley, the pastor of Mayhill Baptist, and I am not joined by Kyle Bierman of First Baptist Alamogordo because he apparently would rather sip a pumpkin spice latte in his hideous fedora than visit with none other than Dr. Bingham, the interim president of the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, which happens to be the only seminary willing to graduate yours truly. I had Dr. Bingham for Systematic Theology, and it is an honor to have him on the show today. But before we dive in, allow me just a moment to tell you this podcast is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible. We are the official podcast of the Word of God. We love the CSB because of its blend of readability and accuracy, and encourage you to check it out at csbible.com after the show. Let's start, uh, Brother Bingham, by diving into the deep theological questions of the day, if that's okay with you. A, uh, a lot of discussion swirls around, as you know, eschatology and soteriology and, and so forth. And, and so I just think we need to kind of draw the line in the sand for this episode, brother. Are you pro-McRib or anti-McRib? Well, this, uh, this is an issue that uh, believers have uh, talked about for centuries. It's, uh, it's critical to the, uh, the future of, uh, uh, of the Christian testimony in the world. And so uh, I want to stand uh, here firmly and uh, make sure that, uh, that I do my part uh, for the purity of Christianity in emphasizing that we have to go with the McRib. And, and now, now as our folks know whether or not they can trust you for your culinary uh, beliefs, let's get back to the real stuff. Tell us about yourself and your family. Well, it's just uh, Pamela and me uh, and a silky terrier Wonderful. Uh, named Sophie. Uh, we, uh, we, have, uh, we have no children. Uh, we've always counted the students uh, at the institutions where we've served as uh, uh, as other members of our family, and uh, so uh, we have a uh, uh, we have a small home uh, for just the two of us with uh, with Sophie, and uh, the Lord uh, has uh, has blessed us. Uh, uh, Pamela's parents uh, are still with us, and uh, her uh, her siblings, and I still have a, a sister with her husband uh, living in Austin, Texas. And, and as I recall, you used to call New Mexico home, correct? Well, absolutely. I did my last year of high school in Las Cruces, New Mexico, graduated uh, from Las Cruces High, uh, and then stayed uh, in Las Cruces for my bachelor's degree in, in business with a, an emphasis in finance at New Mexico State University. So, yeah, I'm a proud Aggie. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, uh, what what brought you to Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in the in the very first place? I know I had you for uh, systematic theology. What what ultimately brought you to Southwestern? Uh, what what made you want to kind of lay down your your boots in your roots here? Well, that's uh, that's an important question, and. Uh, 
you know, Pamela and I became Southern Baptists uh, and joined First Baptist Church, uh, Dallas, back in 1994 uh, to begin uh, our marriage uh, off together in a new church with a uh, uh, with a new commitment. We had been married four years already, uh, but uh, we made a very conscious decision to become Southern Baptist. Uh, we were so grateful for a denomination and a community of believers that were devoted uh, to both worldwide missions uh, and to uh, domestic missions. Uh, we loved the fact that they, uh, that they emphasized uh, the ordinances uh, of, uh, of the Christian uh, church. And uh, so we made a very conscious decision uh, to uh, become Southern Baptist for those and some other reasons. Those are the same reasons why uh, uh, late in my ministry, uh, I uh, decided to uh, associate uh, by invitation uh, with uh, Southwestern uh, because I wanted to be devoted and committed uh, to a ministerial community, a training institution uh, that was devoted to those same values, uh, to those same core virtues. Wonderful. And and that brought to mind something that we uh, said on a recent podcast about the current state of the Southern Baptist Convention and what's really neat about what Southwestern is doing and, and what you have a part of in, in training up young men and women for uh, this call of God on their life is that what may have have essentially been accomplished by you know a few and and you know going through the conservative resurgence and so forth. Now we've got six wonderful seminaries love God, that have staked their claim in the inerrancy of Scripture, their love for evangelism, their love for all of these things. And, and now you've got every year just flocking out to different churches here and across the globe, uh, other brothers and sisters who love God and believe in the inerrancy of God's Word and, and so forth. And, and to see kind of the fruits of all of what took place now uh, in, in your faithfulness to raise those people up as well. Uh, is a wonderful testimony of God's grace indeed. And to say that the future of the SBC is in wonderful uh, hands, I believe. And uh, so thank you for sharing uh, that. And and what brought you from maybe the systematic theology and the other classes that perhaps you, you taught to your current position as interim president at Southwestern was a significant challenge uh, for the seminary. But by all accounts, from what I I see and what I've heard, uh, Southwestern is healthy. It is growing again. It is continuing, of course, to preach the word, reach the world. And with all of that in mind, uh, as the interim president and also as the uh, professor, as a professor, where do you look back and, and just kind of sit back in your seat there in your office or classroom and just say, you know, wow, thank you, God, uh, for something he's done since you've become president or as professor? Where can you just look back and say, wow, Thank you, God. We're going to be here a long time if I give a full answer to that, because the story that uh, that I could tell about what God has done with this seminary since the late days of May uh, to the middle of October uh, is nothing but uh, a testimony to his generosity, uh, to his mercy and his compassion. Uh, to his grace, uh, to his love uh, for this community on Seminary Hill. I, uh, I've just got to begin with the, uh, the awesome 
a beginning to uh, uh, to our school year. Uh, Matt, um, 650 new students showed up on this campus uh, to begin uh, the fall semester of 2018 with us. 650 wow. new students from 25 different countries, hmm. speaking 13 different languages, all of them devoted uh, to uh, loving uh, the Lord Jesus Christ and committed uh, to ministering uh, to the churches. Uh, they showed up here. And if you had been uh, on uh, campus that week, uh, you would have uh, seen our faculty and our staff doing what they have been gifted by the Lord to do. Uh, they showed up, they did their jobs, they taught their classes, they gave introductory uh, lectures, uh, they oriented students to everything that they needed to know in order to be successful and to flourish uh, during their time here at seminary. And had you been on campus, you would not have had the foggiest idea that we were in a period of transition, simply because the people of God who are devoted uh, to the health of Southwestern Seminary showed up, did their jobs, and loved our students. And uh, we were Southwestern doing what Southwestern does because of the, uh, the strength that God put into each one of those hearts uh, to enable them in some difficult times to do what it was God had ordained us to do. And uh, we just got finished with three days of revival here at Southwestern Seminary. Life Action uh, and John A. Vant led us uh, in, uh, in those three days and nights of revival. And I will say this, uh, no seminary is any more healthy than the individual spiritual lives of the members of the community who make up that seminary. Southwestern Seminary needs to be transformed by the Spirit uh, from the inside out in the transformation of the individual lives that make up the faculty and staff and student body, the donors uh, and uh, the uh, trustees of Southwestern Seminary. As all of us by the Spirit are transformed by the Spirit of God as we're sanctified by Him, as we are renewed in our commitment to proclaim the gospel to the lost and to disciple men and women in the essentials of the Christian faith and to train them to do the ministry, only then uh, can we guarantee Southwestern's health. And what I saw the last three days of revival here uh, only encourages me and allows me to uh, uh, to praise the Lord God Almighty that he is doing a work of sanctification and renewal uh, here at Southwestern Seminary. I wish you could visit uh, each one of our chapels on Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, there is something going on here at Southwestern since the ending days of May uh, that uh, I can express uh, uh, in no different term than miraculous. Uh, students, faculty, staff, stop me in the hall and on campus simply to express to me uh, what a difference uh, 
chapel is making in their lives and how edifying and uplifting it is. I give thanks to our music department for leading us uh, in such wonderful worship, uh, to the chapel speakers that we have had. Um, I wish you could come. Something wonderful is happening on Seminary Hill. That is wonderful to hear, brother. And and we know uh, that you've been in a pulpit quite a few times, more than uh, myself. Uh, we, we like to ask this question of, of those that maybe we all uh, look up to and, and we see uh, as presidents or, or leaders in the SBC. Uh, what is the most embarrassing moment you've had while preaching? Well, it was probably during a time where I was having to take some eye drops uh, for an eye problem that I was having, and they had uh, they had impaired my vision, particularly my close-up vision of small words. And so uh, I, uh, I had to preach. I wasn't seeing all that uh, well. And of course, I had to rely upon uh, the text uh, of, uh, of Scripture as it was printed in my Bible. The print wasn't a very large print. And so I was, uh, I was speaking uh, uh, through my uh, sermon and uh, looked up to the audience to make uh, a couple of points and looked back at my biblical text and started preaching about, oh, I don't know, maybe four or five verses below the text that I was supposed to be preaching in, making the right point, but from a text that didn't say anything about the point I was making. <laughs> and then realized that, uh, that I was going to have to go back up to the text that actually argued uh, the, uh, the point I wanted to leave uh, with my listeners. And so, uh, yeah, I felt, uh, I felt a little bit small at that point. Well, <laughs> that, that might be hard to do. That, but but you, you should spin it the other way. That was just text driven in reverse. Yeah, right, right. I, you were I, just going in reverse. I was making the right point from from a text that didn't make that point. Thank yeah, yeah thanks a lot yeah. for the attempt to encourage me. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, what uh, go, going back to Southwestern for a moment, uh, you you kind of touched on this with your answer about where you uh, can can just say, "Wow, thank God." Uh, what what do you see God up to right this moment at Southwestern? You have live action behind you. What's going on right now at Southwestern uh, that you'd like our listeners to know about? Yeah. So uh, Southwestern needs to now focus on, uh, on the information, the encouragement, uh, the, uh, the biblical insight that we received. And we now need to move uh, without, uh, without being hindered into the future. Uh, we, are, uh, we are undergoing some, uh, uh, some movements in looking at our curriculum. And seeing if there are ways that we can uh, uh, that we can make uh, some tweaks here and there uh, to uh, allow our curriculum to be uh, more helpful uh, and uh, and uh, more attractive to uh, uh, to students who who are struggling with finding everything they need in terms of time and opportunity uh, to uh, to move forward. Uh, we want to uh, we want to look at uh, specific ways in which uh, in the future Southwestern will lead uh, in terms of, uh, of where it is that uh, ministry is going to go, both in terms of reaching the lost 
uh, in terms of discipleship uh, and uh, evangelism domestically. Uh, we want to begin to form ideas and we want to begin to move on those ideas uh, that will allow us uh, not simply to be in a stage of recovery, uh, but now uh, in a stage of moving forward and, uh, and leading uh, elements of, uh, of the Southern Baptist Convention forward. Wonderful. And, and I think that probably enumerates a, a prayer request, too. And that was going to be one of our last questions, was just how, how would you like our listeners uh, and followers to, to be praying for, for you uh, and for Southwestern, your students, your staff, your faculty, and so forth? How, how can we pray for you all? First of all, would, uh, would your listeners please pray that uh, every individual associated with Southwestern would, by the mercy of God, experience the inward transformation uh, performed by the Holy Spirit. Uh, I think of those passages in Ezekiel and in Jeremiah that, uh, that promise us uh, the new covenant blessings. Uh, the new covenant blessing of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, uh, the new covenant blessing of the forgiveness of sins, the new covenant blessing where he is going to change our hearts and renew them uh, so that they beat in obedience uh, to the righteousness of God. So my first prayer is that they pray for the sanctification, for the, uh, for the revival uh, for the purification of every individual person that makes up the community of Southwestern Seminary. As the Spirit of God does that, uh, then we will be empowered and we will be servants fit uh, for the, uh, the awesome responsibility uh, that the Lord has given us. In addition, I would pray, I would ask them to pray, that uh, every classroom experience for our students would give them supernaturally amazing insight into the Word of God, uh, that they would receive through our classes motivation to move forward in obedience to God uh, with courage in times that are challenging uh, and uh, frequently uh, within the details of life that are discouraging and sometimes are despairing. I would pray that, uh, that uh, I would ask that they would pray that the Lord would give to the cabinet of the seminary and to the deans of the seminary wisdom and insight into the scriptures, an ability to read and to understand the culture, an ability to discern and perceive the needs of the churches of the Southern Baptist Convention, so that Southwestern Seminary uh, can be uh, positioned, and so Southwestern Seminary can be moving in a way that will particularly serve the needs of the churches of the SBC, and so that we will, by the mercy of God, be positioned to continue our steadfast uh, commitment uh, to reaching the lost, uh, and discipling uh, women and men throughout the world uh, one by one as uh, God gives us that opportunity. And and I know we joke on this uh, podcast quite a lot, uh, but I, I come to you uh, very personally to ask you to uh, join Dr. Bingham and I in these prayer uh, 
Southwestern is is kind of in a in a flip flop position from when I was there. When I was there, uh, I was going through significant change in our lives. We had a one, two, and three year old, a uh, couple of kids that we were fostering, and I was in the middle of going back to seminary and trying to finish this thing up. And then they left, and our hearts were devastated. Uh, but I I can't tell you how many Southwestern professors weren't just saying they were praying for me. They were pulling me to the side in the hallway and praying for me. And, and so now I have the privilege on the other side to see a seminary that I love and I care for and I support uh, go through some change. And now I have the chance to not just say, uh, we're going to pray for you, but also encourage you to actually do it. So Dr. Bingham, we're so grateful for you. And, and know that you're being prayed for. It was wonderful to get to see you in person, uh, even you. though I kind of had to bend my neck all the way back up to to be <laughs> able to see you. Uh, and and we had a wonderful time with you there in New Mexico. And and I know you would be proud of how well Dr. Queen represented uh, Southwestern out there as, as well. God bless. And I I think one final uh, question that may be swirling around in in people's minds right now as they listen to someone as brilliant as you and as dumb as me is how could you possibly pass me in systematic theology? Well, Matt, here's uh, here's the thing about Southwestern Seminary. Sometimes we're able to see virtue and brilliance and uh, the, uh, the potential to flourish that uh, the student is not even able to see in herself or himself about himself or herself. And this is the wonderful thing about Southwestern is why every student considering training for ministry needs to come to Southwestern. We have the ability to see the promise and the potential that God can do in your life, and we want to be a part of that. And it is our privilege to have a small part in training you for what God is able to do with you. Southwest Seminary was just able to see the hand upon you. Uh, that is God's, and uh, we're, uh, we're so grateful for the way in which uh, you have used your life to glorify him. Well, well, thank you. Thank you, brother. My mom can't even see that. So, so thank you. <laughs> but uh, we, we're going to put some information in the uh, show notes. Another thing that Southwestern does that, that I have found immensely helpful is their preaching source uh, website. We're going to put some information there. If you're pastoring, maybe you're bivocational, it's not going to do the work for you, but it's going to give you a leg up into the work. And, and they've got some sermon structures and, and some tips on text-driven preaching. If you've heard that talked about, don't really know what it is, uh, we, we will encourage you to check that out. We'll also put some information about uh, how you can get more information about Southwestern in the show notes. Uh, but it is time to hop off the train. And we are grateful, Dr. Bingham, that you took the time to uh, visit with me and encourage our listeners about what God is doing at Southwestern. And uh, again, it was wonderful to meet you uh, last week. Of course, had class with you before, uh, but it's great to see you uh, in your current role. And we are truly praying uh, for you. And uh, so thank you for the work you're doing. Thank you. Uh, as, 
Thank you, brother. As we uh, wind down, we're grateful for the time you took to uh, listen in. And if you haven't, subscribe on iTunes. And if you like what you heard, give us a five-star review. But more than that, we ask that you would pray for Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Uh, you can also visit us online at www.notanotherbaptistpodcast.com or on Facebook under that same name or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast. Until then, since Kyle isn't here, uh, why, why don't you just send us out, Dr. Bingham? God bless us, everyone. Wonderful. Have a great day, and God bless you.